welcome to the Hillingdon Hospitals NHS Foundation Trust podcast. Welcome to the latest podcast from Hillingdon Hospitals. I'm Lucy Wills and today I'm talking to Eleanor Loudon from our speech and language therapy team. The team presented some great work at the Trust Open Day and so we're going to chat just for 10 minutes or so about what they do. Hi, thanks for talking to me today on the podcast. What work does speech and language therapy do in the hospitals? Hi Lucy. Um, so our speech and language therapy team here in the hospital is relatively small so there's only seven of us and we're split into kind of two sections so we're split into acute uh, with three therapists and the rehabilitation units so stroke and Olderborn and the Daniels unit over at Mount Vernon Hospital with another three therapists um, and a team lead kind of overlooks so there's seven of us all together. So on the acute wards, we essentially manage dysphagia, which is the medical term for a swallowing difficulty. Um, so we receive um, referrals from all over the adult, um, adult wards um, when people are concerned that their patients may have a swallowing difficulty and that there's a risk of what we call aspiration. So that is when food or drink might be going down onto the lungs. So a speech therapist will come and do an assessment of someone's swallow um, and try and reduce the risk of things going down the wrong way, um, which essentially has an associated um, positive outcome, I guess, on uh, reducing length of stay, patient quality of life, uh, their hydration and their nutrition. Um, so this might mean that we uh, recommend modified fluids, so thickening fluids and also modifying consistencies when we're kind of making food a little bit easier to chew. So on this ward, we see lots of different patients, uh, patients with dementia and Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, MND, um, Lots of we work very across all the care of the elderly wards. So just when old, our older adults, our swallows change. Um, and we also have play quite a big role in kind, kind of the diagnosis in some of these neurological um, diseases. So sometimes the swallow is our first indicator that someone might have um, a neurological diagnosis. So moving on to the rehab side. Um, this is where we play quite a big role in communication as well as swallowing. Um, so after a stroke or after a traumatic brain injury, um, our communication centres, so our language, our understanding and our ability of verbal output, so talking and expressing ourselves can be, can be impacted. So we provide communication therapy um, as intensively as possible um, in order to help people understand and help people um, express their needs and convey their needs. Um, as well as the, the swallowing difficulties as well. Mm. It's all very relevant to me at the moment. My mum's in hospital with a swallowing difficulty. She's got Parkinson's. Oh, She's oh, not at that's... Hillingdon, but I know all the words and the terms you're using. I'm like, oh, of I know course. all about that at the moment. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so can, can you talk to us about how this benefits, how the work that you do benefits the patients? Absolutely, of course. Um, so I'll talk about the swallow first. So if you kind of, if you think about, how it feels for things to go down the wrong way it might happen to someone without a swallowing problem not very often but we all know the feeling we all know the feeling of it kind of going down the wrong hole some of our patients that happens on every single swallow 
and that is not particularly comfortable nor is it particularly healthy so it really benefits our patients start to enjoy their food and drink again um so there's a, a, a real increase in quality of life um lots of lots of um members of the public don't realize kind of that the speech and language therapist uh, specialises in swallow. Um, I never knew so, that until recently. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's always, we're, we're, we're kind of benefiting patients and families with this education around diet consistencies and risk. Um, in terms of on the rehabilitation ward, we're benefiting our patients again with quality of life, um, allowing them to communicate effectively with their family and their friends. Lots of the patients on the um, on our neuro rehab ward have maybe had some unfortunate accidents, traumatic brain injuries, and tend to be of younger working age. So actually, our main goal there is to make them as functional as possible. And lots of the long term aims is to get people back to work, get them back into their kind their of life. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. So we we benefit people from who are a bit younger and people who are going to get back to work but we also benefit those who may be reaching the end of their life and actually making making things a bit more comfortable getting them home and trying to prevent any kind of further readmissions into hospital yeah all oh, very fascinating and very complex can you talk about your experience in that what what you've done previously and how long have you worked here for a start okay so i not been at the trust particularly long I started um, here in November 2021 so just over a year um, originally my background is a similar similar district general um, just further outside of London um, so the kind of cohort of patients is quite similar um, I was I was just ready for a bit of a change um, mm -hmm. and a bit more responsibility kind of in the management world I guess of speech therapy um, which I'm really really enjoying this trust is probably the friendliest trust I've ever stepped foot in. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> everyone always has a smile on their face and everyone's always kind of going the extra mile for their colleagues and just checking that everyone is okay and just looking out for one another. And I think it certainly hasn't gone unnoticed with some fresh eyes walking into the hospital. Oh, that's nice, nice to hear, isn't it? And what, what do you think are the biggest challenges in speech and language? therapy in your in your department absolutely I think that's a really good question and I think that we are such a small team so speech and language therapy teams across across trust do tend to be one of the smallest of the therapies so when we think of we think of therapies we probably think about physiotherapists and we think about occupational therapists which play a fantastic and vital role within our trust and the hospital and across the UK the speech therapy teams always tend to be a little bit smaller because our, we don't have as many patients but when a team is smaller it means that it's sometimes just as chaotic and just as busy um, so the challenges all kind of lie when there's unplanned sickness there's leave because we really go down to skeleton staff so we mm -hmm. try our best to provide a service that is as good as if we are fully staffed yeah. but lots of the time we're not because everyone we can't obviously plan for sickness and people are entitled to their annual leave so it's certainly challenging when yeah to work around that. 
Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So sometimes our patients aren't seen as much as we would like them to. And we have to do quite a lot of triaging and a lot of prioritization. Um, so sometimes that's a that's a challenge when you know you'd really like to see someone, but there's physically not enough time in the day. Oh, yeah. What are there any plans for the future in terms of changing your the way that you work or your team? Absolutely. So we would really like to um, expand our team um, going forward. We have tried kind of some we on the neuro rehab wards. We're trying to get a few more. We're putting some bids in to get a few more iPads. Um, and so people can do some kind of indirect SLT therapy. We've been putting together workbooks so people are able to continue their communication therapy without um being being there with a, a speech therapist um, and us checking in. Um, but at the moment, there's some hopefully some exciting new plans to extend our team. What are the plans for the future in terms of your work in the team? Absolutely. So um, we're currently trying to kind of utilise technology as much as possible on our neuro rehab wards. So hopefully putting in some bids for some more iPads so patients can actually do some indirect therapy um, kind of with a speech therapist shadowing which will facilitate their direct um, face-to-face therapy with us. Um, So that's another way that we can really try and get people doing as much as possible. Um, We're also actually trying to extend our team which is um, very exciting. um, Get some more staff. Lots, absolutely. So um, lots of hard work going into some business cases. So fingers crossed for 2023. Good luck, yes. And thank you so much for joining me today and telling me about your team and all the work that you do. I love hearing about the work that happens all around the hospitals. Um, It's a pleasure. Tune in next week uh, for the next podcast from Hillingdon Hospitals. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please do join in the conversation about this episode, tag us in social media and uh, send us any other comments and let us know your thoughts and we'll see you next time.